Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 249, almost to that sweet milestone marker of 250. Yeah, it's going to be real sweet. It's going to be real sweet. It's not bitter about that at all. No, it's not going to be bittersweet. It's going to be real sweet, just like this week on the podcast. And if you didn't know, this podcast is a weekly podcast. How many of us going to say podcast in one sentence? I don't, I don't know. Podcast, Keep talking podcast. about podcast. I'll, I'll, say, I'll be like Mr. Boogity. I'll just say boogity, boogity. I'll say podcast, 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 podcast. Because that's what Mr. Boogity says. He just says boogity, boogity the whole I, yeah, time. Yeah, I've seen well, it. A thousand million times. Oh, Even when God. he possesses people, they just say boogity a million times in a row. He's not a very, I mean. He's not a very smart. He's a pilgrim, so he's not that smart. He's a He's an idiot. He's an idiot. But this is a podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie is revealed at the very end of the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. So make sure you stick around to the end of every episode to find out what the next movie we're going to discuss on this podcast will be. And we always let you know uh, where you can find that movie. Uh, usually they're pretty readily available, sometimes not so much. Sometimes you got to pay $3 and hate yourself for doing so. Uh, you can also reach us on social media at B Movie Breakdown. You can also uh, hit us up at our email, bnbpockets at gmail.com. So if you've made a movie or anything like that and you want us to watch it, we will watch it if you can send it to us or anything like any way possible. And uh, Or if you have suggestions for movies, let us know. We will get to those films. Nick, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, your mouth. Good one. You said that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're about as original as Mr. Boogity and Carlton Davis. Just gotta just helping out my brand here. This repetition is the uh, the master of learning. I don't know what I'm learning by saying that. I don't know what you're learning. But either. if you want to follow other things I am doing, I am found on the Instagram at Scatterville Stories. I also do a podcast with my friend Zach where we take a little dabble through history and the paranormal in Weird and Feared, which is, of course, a podcast about global folklore where we try to entertain and enlighten and enrich and amplify your life, your world. <coughs> Because all those bad shit, crazy stories you talk about, those aren't happening on any other world. They're happening in the world we live. It's your world. And it's pretty fucking crazy and sometimes scary and sad and horrifying. But hey, what can you do? Weird and Fear, where you find podcasts. You can also find that on the Instagram and the Facebooks. And all that good shit. So do that. Do a little internet search. Use the internet. Maximize its potential. Yeah, use the internet for your own good. Yeah, not for evil. Yeah, not for evil. Do use it for good. Too many people use it for evil. Just like we did this week. Ah. We use the internet for good. Because mm. this week's movie is a sequel to last week's movie. And we joked about it. We said we we're going to do it. But stick to our word. We hated the last movie. Do you know without the internet we went out and spent $3? This is true. Without the internet we would have never spent $3. We would have never seen Mr. Boogity probably. Oh, shucks. Time to time travel. Unless we went back and watched it when it originally aired. Time to time and, travel. Uh, so and we're going to watch wipe out the internet. A sequel to the wonderful world of Disney movie, Mr. Boogity. You can get it on Amazon Prime Video if you rent it for $3. Uh, YouTube, it's there for $3. iTunes, I'm sure it's the same way. It's called Bride of Boogity. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie.
don't look at me like that. Well, we did it. We said we're going to do it, and we did it. We spent $3. Three American dollars we will never see again. $3 to watch Bride of Boogity. Was it about a bride? Was it really until the last couple minutes? Yeah, that's why I have to say... But sort of seems too strong. It's almost like accidentally about a bride. It's almost like the last movie is accidentally about Mr. Boogity. I mean, he's doing hauntings, but I would prefer the hauntings in the first one to the hauntings in the second one. He just makes dad float. Dad floats. And you thought your parents were weird. Dad floats. Oh, dad floats. And, oh my God, this movie sucks. It sucks just as bad as the last one. It sucks. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. These are terrible TV movies. Like, I understand there's a lot of people out there that love these. And nostalgia holds on to people It'll power like you no through. other. It'll power you through. I'll well, give somebody the nostalgia pass. I, I don't know if I can. Yeah, you can. Because if you rewatch this and genuinely still are like, yeah... I mean, no one's going to be like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, Mr. Boogity could have been terrorizing the whole movie. Right? He needs, he looks a little bit better this time as far as the makeup goes. Mr. Boogity's got been... powers. I just don't even... He's got some powers, sure. And I mean... Are they good powers? No. He has the same powers as last time. They suck. This well, time he actually possesses some people. So there's like a little bit of possession yep. involved. That's true. Um, other than that. I just don't know how he got out of the shop vac. I have all these questions. The shop vac is just, you just got to forget about it pretty much. Did they take it out back and burn it? We never see it again. But I'm going to just uh, hypothetically... Let's say, like, a few months ago, your family battled a ghost. Okay? Let's just say, you know, whatever, you bought this haunted house, and then, like, you heard this story about this ghost who had got a magical cloak from the devil, and he, in his, when he was living, he was a pilgrim, and then he tried to go after this widow, Marion, because... The fact that she's a widow is her defining characteristic. She just can't be a single mom with a kid named Jonathan. She has to be Widow Marion. People back in the day lost their spouses a lot. People died all the time. So being a widow wouldn't be that uncommon. She was the Widow Marion. Yeah, I know that. So then let's say this ghost, this man, this man, pre-ghost. Or as I called her the Widow Jenkins. And that's because from the movie The Buttercream Gang, that's who they're always going to help out. The Widow Jenkins needs help. Good. So there's your buttercream connection. I'm glad that could be said in a sentence. So then, Mr. Boogity, just kind of bringing people up to speed, then before he's a ghost, pre-ghost, so that's a human. Pre-ghost is a human. Hey, you pre-ghost. Yeah, you're a human, dude. So using his magical cloak, he blows up his house on his property, killing everyone involved, killing a small child, killing a widow, killing himself. 
then he hauntedly spooks this area forever. And then let's say this ghost comes back. You buy the house that gets built on his land, and then you defeat his ass because you have a shop vac. And then when your daughter and your children claim to be telling you that this ghost is returning, you blow them off like they're crazy people, like ghosts don't exist. Now, why would, would you do that? Yes. Would, would you be like, you dumb child, ghost... He, okay, maybe ghosts exist, but they can never come back and there can never be more ghosts. Well, you know what it goes back to? It goes back to like a lot of these horror movies we watch. Which ones? A lot of them where the parents never believe the kids. Yeah, but this parent battled a ghost in the previous installment. Look in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. The parents don't believe the kids and they know the d- the damages that were done. Yeah, but they don't know that Freddy actually is haunting nightmares. They know they murdered a man. They know they burned him alive. But they don't know that he became a dream ghost. They don't know that part of the story. It's so true. this would be like if you knew it was a dream ghost and then you defeated him and then someone was like, I'm having scary nightmares. You're like, I think Freddy's back. You're like, fuck you. Freddy ain't back. You're a fuck. Fuck you, child. But one thing this... One thing this movie taught is that if you have taught us is if you have the same mom, the same dad, your brothers, and you live in the same house, you can have the same dream. Science. It's science. If you have the, well, it's if you have the same mom, same dad, live in the same house, have the same sister. Same sister. That's true. I left her out. Uh, there was a couple other sames in there too. Same uncle. Same earth. Same wardrobe. They wear the same clothes. Yeah, they were the same. If you're if you're the same as your uh, as your brother, Dad denies. He doesn't think it's weird that his kids had the same dream. I don't. I don't even know where to start. With this what movie. if you and I had the same dream? That'd be pretty great. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. Corey, did you have? Yeah, I had this. What? Oh no. Oh yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah, when we battled. Mr. I don't know. I can't make up anything stupid. Mr. I can't make up Mr. Schmoogity. Yeah, that's about. It's even that's not stupider. You can't get stupider than Mr. Boogity. You know what's funny is, uh, what the beginning of this movie starts with, uh, what was that guy's name, Mr. Williamson or something? I should probably have the credit list up here for Bride of Boogity. Who Eugene Levy? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. the, uh, the, um... The guy who took over for John Aston's character, basically. Right, but he so plays a completely different character. Yeah, but he's still, he's still the guy who runs the he historical is. society. Right, right. Um, his name was Mr. Witherspoon. He's telling this tale... Yes. ...to a bunch of children around a campfire. Yes. Well, you don't, don't you think it would have ended? The movie would have ended with him still telling the tale? You finishing want, the you tale? You some kind of narrative flow... To this film, you want to kind of bring it full circle. I need narrative flow to my boogities. This, well, that's the thing you need. That's the thing you said. There you go. Things that are boogadized. Yeah, uh, boogadized. Boogadized. Fuck you. I just said that on the internet. Fuck that. What a waste. What a waste. See, sometimes you do things. You know, I don't know why it's because like. My past self a week ago 
knew like past self doesn't exist. Past self, he's gone, right? Because like that was me a week ago. Right. Me a week ago knew me a week from then, which would be current week, present week. Nick would have to watch this. He thought, he thought it was. He funny. thought it was fucking hilarious. That was so funny to. It's still funny to like torture me. That's still funny. Ha ha. I mean, I don't. I, you know what? I'm just telling you, man. Power burrito wow. at Taco Bell. Chicken power burrito is a great fucking meal. The guy who played Mr. Witherspoon, this was his final movie. He died a year after this movie was made. Rest in peace, dude. And I'm not even saying anyone's acting or... Like, that's fine. There's just nothing to work with in this movie. There's no, nothing to do. It's just Eugene like, Levy, all the character actors, Lazarus, the grave digger, he's incredible. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, that guy's great. He, that guy's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's yeah. the, one of the teachers. He's in Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, he's in a ton of stuff. Eugene, Eugene, Eugene Levy is great. He's in a lot of stuff at this time. Yeah. It's weird that he did a this Disney made-for-TV thing. You know, it probably had a decent relationship with Disney at the time. He was in Splash, and I think that was a Disney... Mm. Uh, movie. Sure. Uh, so you have that there too, but yeah, it's just real, uh, just real interesting. It's funny though because in this film, so you have the the Mister Witherspoon, the new John Aston type character, you know, kind of telling the story to these kids, and as you he's telling the story. You get reintroduced to the Davis family, and you quickly find out uh, because this is before you even realize that he's been recast as basically you know John Aston's character has basically been he's, recast. He's a new character though. They they made the similar role, but unless was the old character made the same thing? Is that you're gonna look up right now? I am gonna look it up right now because I feel like it's it's warranted to find out. John Aston played Neil Witherspoon. He's the same character. He's the same character who sold him the house. Holy fuck. I told you, they just replaced yeah. him. Man. He didn't wear that hat in the last movie. He had a hat on a couple times, but I don't know if it was that hat. No, because he changed up his wardrobe because he was yeah. a human being. Well, not only did they replace him, they replaced Christy Swanson as this as the daughter. Sure. And then uh, Benjamin Gregory was the little boy who played Rory... Or, uh, sorry, Ari was his name. Okay. Uh, he got replaced. David Faustino from Married with Children is still in the movie as the middle child, and then the parents are back. But it says here that Benjamin Gregory, uh, who played the youngest boy, uh, I recognized him when we were watching it last week. He's on the show. He was on the show Alf. Okay. So he was busy Elfing being it up. on Alf. Elfing it up. Uh, you would have thought that David Faustino busy doing Married with Children, but maybe Married with Children, what, when did that start? Or maybe the schedule was different. It started in 87. That would have been he was the doing same it. year as this movie. He could do it in the off-season. Yeah, and then the first season probably didn't have as many episodes type of thing. Sure. But Elf was pretty big, you know, at the time, so. And then... Why so did Elf always, Why did Elf ever go away? How could they run out of ideas for Elf? I don't know. Didn't Elf come back a bunch of times? Well, like a weird, scrappy movie. They did like a cartoon, and then they did that like made-for-TV movie where it was like the, uh, like the government had captured him. Yeah, it was him. Like dramatic. I thought. 
and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Did the uh, I think the dad from Alf just died recently. Uh, I feel like that was a thing. He passed away. Regardless, yeah, he he passed away not long ago. It was like literally weeks ago. Yeah, June twenty sixth. So a month ago. Damn. He passed away. Uh, I do remember there reading a thing a while back about how the uh, people who worked on that show were upset about not being paid. What? As much money as the guy who played Alf. Oh my god. And not getting as much screen time as Alf. I mean, the show... Like, you signed up for a fucking show! The show called Elf. Called Elf! It's called Elf. It's about the puppet alien. Did you know it stood for alien life form? Yeah, I did, actually. Thank you. He liked to eat cats, too. I knew that, absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, I know Elf. In retrospect, uh, you know, I think it was... They would replay him on one of the, like, the local, like, the U or something. Probably the U. And I was watching some not long ago, and, man, that show was pretty funny. Like still, still like, good. I, like only, still. I remember as a kid and I, I had an elf stuffed animal, like a big elf stuffed animal. I bet you did. But I thought it was funny because he was a funny, like goofy character as a kid. But like the adult humor on the show actually is, you know, it's pretty good for being elf. And uh, I thought there was a thing recently where they were going to bring elf back. It was like a whole. Like same universe elf? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Bring that character back just more adventures with elf i mean that's that's i don't remember the cartoon that much but i do remember because elf was a car was in the cartoon all-stars to the rescue which is like all the cartoons come together to stop the one kid from doing drugs holy shit yeah we should watch that for the podcast yeah we are going it's like the smoke monster guy he's like a guy he's like he's like all hip and cool and he's like yeah do do some do that crack the kid does crack in the movie Awesome, and then like Elf and the Smurfs and the Ninja Turtles and the Muppet Babies, and uh, it's a little like for one kid. That's a lot of resources. It's almost like the Roger Rabbit. It sounds like uh, it. they got all these properties you right. know, to come together to be into this cartoon. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, don't do drugs. I don't know. It's just weird. It's like a weird, uh, you know, it's like a thirty-minute cartoon. I remember watching it over and over again. Oh my god! When I was a kid, I and I just loved it because all my favorite cartoons. Yeah, they're were all right there. They're all right there. I mean, it didn't do work for me. I did a lot of crack, so it didn't help me. But there's well, this, like, this evil, evil smoke guy who's like he has he comes out of like the cigarette or something at one point, and then he's like following the kid the whole time. Who's oh the? My god. He's like, yeah, do it. He's like, I'm all cool and hip, and he's got like a rockabilly hairstyle badass guy yeah he's all cool cool what a fucking cool guy yeah smoke this disease yeah smoke this poison poison smoker it's okay the ninja turtles and elf and whatnot are there to save the day like it's one kid doing like what what a pooling of resources all four ninja turtles well it's like his brother and sister are like worried about him so they get the characters to come help they call the turtles I don't remember. It's like something along those lines. Yeah, they like, they're like, we gotta go help him. And Kermit's like, come on, piggy. <laughs> and Mike is like, cowabunga, dude. It's like, yeah, they're all there. All your I mean, favorite you know, characters. You know, Michelangelo did drugs. 
Maybe. Mikey does drugs. And Raph, Raph's a, Raph is an alcoholic Ralph, waiting to Raph happen. Raph is definitely an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic waiting to happen if, yeah, it, doesn't, if it hasn't upset, happened already. Depressed. Leo's probably all right. Yeah. Donnie probably smokes a little reefer. But uh, like I was mentioning before, before we got on the elf and the uh, cartoon all starts the rescue, which I mean, we'll definitely get watched one day for this I mean, podcast. I was having more fun talking about turtles doing drugs, but that's... <laughs> well, Christy Swanson, she's busy doing other projects and eventually does Buffy. That's quite a year's away uh, from this. But then John Aston, uh, also busy, uh, just too busy to re- you know reply reprise the role. Um, oh, actually, it's not the same character, Witherspoon. It is. It says the character Neil Witherspoon was removed altogether and replaced by a similar character, Walter Witherspoon, Neil's apparent brother, although it's never specified. So, right. You're right. Yes. But it's weird, right? That they just like named him the same last name, like it's a brother. brother. It's, oh, they both own the historical society. It's been in the family since the pilgrims came over when there was no history. It's just a building. They're like, we'll fill it up someday. <laughs> the Historical Society for L- Lucifer Falls. The town name is still fucking great. Yeah, and they had Lucy Fest. I mean, I don't know if I'd call it that. Are you serious? The Fallen Angel, the Lord of Hell, and you're just going to call him Lucy and Lucy Fest? That's a lot. That's like a cute pet name for Lucifer. Lucy Fest. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you think about whatever you're thinking about. I was trying to think of uh, what else I'd call it. Cool. Those are the gears I saw turning. Hellfest. Hellfest. Well, it's not Hell Falls. That's also a cool town name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Lucy Fest works. Lucy makes it not as cool, though. Lucy Fest is just not as cool. You no, know, it's like it's like a cute little name for like the fallen angel who rules over hell. Hey, Lucy. They used to have it in some field uh, owned by one Mr. Lynch, played by Eugene Levy. He demanded some rent. So they stole him the fuck off. So they told him, we're not giving you money. Yeah, now we're just going to put it in the town where it should have been. Then even somebody piped up like, oh, yeah, long time ago used to be in the center of town because that does make sense. <laughs> For this town, it makes so much sense. Yeah, as opposed to some off field. Who... And then it's just hilarious, though. The guy tries to scam the town out of money for a thing that he's clearly been okay with up until this point. And there's like, fuck you, I'll do it over here. And he's like, oh, all he's, right. He's running low on money. He's got his general store that clearly not a lot of people go to. Yeah, because it's not 1875. We don't need a goddamn trading post. It also sucks. It's, yeah. Well, some the kids called it a hardware store. It's a general store. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, you're so I felt about this movie when I was done with it. Who cares? Yeah, who cares about the, the gag wars between <laughs> G- Gag City Gag City and the, and the general and store. The Lynch Lynch General. Weird. It's a paranoid man. It is mentioned, though, that at one point about Mr. Lynch, that the dad wants to start a lynch mob. Yeah. Lynch. Real Mr. casual. Lynch. Real casual. Like, oh, yikes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we forgot to mention, though, that you're introduced to the Davis family, not only... Uh, all over again, but their uncle this time, Elmer. Yeah, who adds not. Well, he actually serves a very pivotal role for a character who does nothing else. He right, right. He's in in the beginning. He kind of want he wants the dad to move to the big city to open up like a big gag city store. Yeah, yeah. The dad wants nothing to do with it. No, he likes Lucy Falls. He likes Lucifer Falls. 
He feels like it fits him, and it does, because all the people there are wacky and weird, that's, just like he is. It's true. Maybe he actually dresses normal compared to most of the people in the town. That's because his sickness is in his head. There was a chef that dressed like a chef that was like, like yeah, that you'd see on a pizza box. It's like Swedish chef. He's a cartoon character. Not even Swedish yeah, chef. That's true. Literally pizza box, like this, like made up Italian like pizza chef on a pizza box. Yeah, I was trying to think of a good just random Italian like, name besides Mario. I like, yeah. It's just, uh, there's a postman that he's dressed really ridiculous. Everybody is. What about that woman? The witch woman? You don't got any sort of payoff with her No explanation of why she dresses like a witch. She had an English accent. It wasn't quite English. It's like the New Englandy type. Like, it wasn't quite that. It was, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite, it was, it's, it's a different, it's a different thing. But I mean, that's, of course, obviously, those... You know, those fucks settled this country. So, like, you know. It's got a flip, but it was different. It was different. You're not wrong, but it was different. Because it was like that New England, like, up speak it Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Yeah, oh, I own. That's how it sounded. <laughs> well. What, you already done? No. Okay, you no. keep talking about this fucking bullshit fest? No, we're going to keep talking about this bullshit fest. We watched this bullshit fest. We're going to keep talking about this bullshit fest. Oh, this is double the torture. We're going to keep talking about how this family is out of control with their gags to where they almost killed their uncle. They dropped a gigantic spider on his head. And knocked him to the ground. And he's not a young man. <laughs> he fell over. Yeah, and they put this whole little gag together where they're going to scare him. And it's like... Spiders! <laughs> That's because you know when ghosts are haunting a house and they come out of the woodwork. The ghosts are just the pre-show. When the ghosts are just like yelling, "Spiders! Spiders!" If a ghost came up to me and so yelling about spiders, I'd be like, "What about the spiders? What? Help! Let's communicate. What about the spiders? And what was with the thing with the? This is related because they get into it." pretty quickly here when they're talking to their uncle uncle elmer what was with the third eye thing we never found out you never knew the third eye was what does the, it mean what, what did he keep saying the third it's, eye? it's just the only festival that has a third eye oh yeah the lucy fest the only festival with a third eye and they slap this eyeball in the middle which of their head. is fine if i knew what it what, what it connected to we get no explanation like you, I thought maybe there'd be a big eyeball watching over, like a Sauron. Or it's yeah, or it's watching a special over the festival. Maybe or, it's a special raffle or some dumb shit. Or maybe you you found out that like the third eye was boogity because he's been watching over, so he's. The You're third already eye. you already added too much depth to it. You attempted to. Or do he it. has a third eye. They're just talking about boogity. He, he opens up his his pilgrim outfit and there's a big eyeball on his chest and he's like. Look into my eye. Look into the eye. I thought you were going to talk about like a third eye or something like in his pants. No, we're not talking about his butthole. Oh, or his pee hole. That's not what. Oh, no. oh. Oh. Well, wouldn't his, his bee hole would just be his boogity hole. Ah. <laughs> oh. Mr. Boogity's booty. That's what you want to talk about? His scathed. Grind it up, butt. Yeah, the booty of boogity. <laughs> the booty of boogity. Boogity's booty. Um, you know, it's funny. He is all deformed and disfigured because he was blown up in that explosion. But uh, the widow Marion, when she was a ghost, and her son, Jonathan, 
They're not all disfigured. No, if I was to guess using ghost logic, something about... But even then, they should be something pure about them. Maybe it was more like the selling your soul that twisted it could be. up. Like it fucked up his spirit and shit. I did like, though, this time he was in dressed in this like pilgrim outfit. Right. It made it this like cool bad guy, even though he's barely in the movie and it's like, whatever. He's still like, when he when they show him he and he's in this pilgrim, it's like, wow, this could have been like a cool, like nobody's ever, there's what pilgrim bad guys are there in the th- fake Thanksgiving trailer that Eli Roth made. That's yeah. the only thing I could think of where there's like, an evil pilgrim. Yeah, but as far as like a supernatural ghost pilgrim, that could be, a, that could have been a thing. Right. It still can be a thing, because no one's... This is the only time I've seen it been done. And a fucked up pilgrim, this could be a lot of fucked up history there. These are reasons to have a ghost and haunting. And it's a, funny... As a pilgrim. Because the uncle... You're talking about the parents not believing, you know, the story of Boogity coming back. And they're like, oh, it's so weird. The uncle seems like he barely believes in the story about Boogity. In the first place. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't buy it. It's just weird. Like, your whole family went through this thing, and... Well, you only came out to visit him for an hour, and you drove all that way. And that was yeah, all that way. So but then how he long? drives all that way again. Well, because he wants to visit. It's a few he, days go by. He does not come back to visit. He comes back to scare them. They were going to hang out after the He scare. drives all the way back to scare them. And he, he ends up sticking around for Lucy Fest. Yeah, he stuck around for Lucy Fest, probably because he saw his brother-in-law. Or Did they say what the re- relation was? Brothers. They were brothers. They were brothers? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You could S- tell. They had the same sense of humor. It's true that he's passing on to his children. Great, cool guys. All right, so they're brothers. Well, and, and his I mean, and his brother, uh, you know, Davis. He is the mayor of this town now, the honorary I, mayor. I think it was of uh, the festival. He's the honorary mayor of Lucy Fest. He said, "I'm the honorary honorary mayor." Yeah, earlier he said Lucy Fest. I don't remember. I, I know I, you were sleeping. I feel like he's the honorary. You you can't argue with me because you were asleep. I dozed off for literally 0.2 seconds. They were walking Can down you, the hall with the flashlights. What a, And then, like, blink. And then they were still walking down the hall with the flashlights. Because you know how fucking long that scene was? Literally. When they were walking down the hallway with flashlights? That scene was like Were you timing forever. yourself? Literally two seconds? You know how long you were asleep? No, it was literally, literally two seconds. It was literally a head... That's such a... St- it was literally a head one of the one of those things where you know where you doze no. like daydream doze off and, no. and your head falls and you wake up no. like whoa you were like this and I said don't sleep during boogity and it was quiet I can't for a few more it's seconds two weeks in a row it was a few more I seconds I fall asleep during boogity and then and then you go I'm not and now you just said I can't help it first it was literally two seconds and it was at least me d- being able to utter a sentence it was in the same sequence as when I oh when I fell asleep and woke up you're the, k- the king of goalpost moving oh my god is that goalpost nap moving? time you said literally two seconds but then you were asleep for longer than that you know what I mean by two seconds it was like it was like it was like a blink of an you eye you said literally you could just say like about two seconds literally two seconds means two seconds okay it was literally three seconds oh my god this sucks <laughs> This sucks. Regardless, they were walking down the hall with flashlights when I dozed off, and when I when I came to, they were still walking down the hallway with flashlights. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a short scene. It was absolutely not a short scene. It was insane. It wasn't even a long scene. It just every scene in this movie felt like forever. Every like, and whenever the camera changed to a new like little skit, you just like. Oh Remember when they were God. walking through the graveyard that was clearly a set and it was not amazing. filled in a graveyard. If they, it was it doesn't the longest ma- pan shot ever. Also, it, it never it doesn't even match the rest of the atmosphere in the town. It doesn't. And but I get it. There's like a, I mean, we find out 
There's a gateway to hell there. Interest well, the underworld, I should say. The underworld. I don't, don't say hell. They say I don't underworld. even know how to set up my favorite part. How, how do I set that up? Well, I mean... You could try. I'm going to say... I'm going to guess what your favorite part you is. You know what it is, yes. So uh, how do you set that up? Okay, so we're it's at the carnival... And, you know, they're kind of showing the beginning of the carnival happening. This is my favorite part. And everybody's dressed up in costumes. This is my favorite part. And then there's a man who's dressed up as some sort of weird Hellraiser demon. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was my favorite part, that we get to see this man twice. He had like a bubble, almost like a Mysterio bubble, but only half of it. And you could see a scary face inside. It was almost like Cobra Commander from the second G.I. Joe movie, like that kind of weird, like, or the first one, I guess. This weird, like, bubble thing over his head. Yeah, it was smooth. The bubble was smooth. It was like a smooth bubble and by the end of these like demon arms and it's like why are you dressed as that? And it was like six and a half it was like seven feet tall. Like why are you dressed as that? At the carnival. Everybody was dressed up. It was a carnival where everybody dressed yeah, but up. Everybody else you knew what they were. Clown, the jokes, part, yeah. jokester, like you know circus guy. Spirit master. Spirit master. <laughs> who's a f- oh my god. Well that, that's worthy about talking about. Okay I'm gonna try and set it up now okay. There's, she's called this in the movie, she's a fortune teller, but she's often called a gypsy in very derogatory ways. Eh. Yeah. She was a gypsy. So. What if she was? What if she actually is a gypsy? Well, the point is, gypsy is a slang term for what she actually is, which could be a a numerous, numerous nationalities of origin, but they do a seance. And as they're doing, because they want to try and find out. This is after Boogity decides to kidnap Mom because she has been where, because when Dad was possessed by Boogity, I don't know if we stress this enough, Dad was possessed by Boogity. When his uncle showed up dressed like a gorilla, it made him laugh and scared away the spirit. That's how you exercise Mr. Boogity. You dress up like a gorilla and you make someone laugh. So And then flowers come out because he likes flowers somehow. I don't know what the flowers was about. Very odd. Very bizarre. So anyways, mom gets kidnapped eventually, and there's a seance going on, and then the fortune teller is like, what? You guys, none of you guys, you guys don't know any ghosts? That's how she talks. You don't know, you guys don't know any ghosts? And then everybody around the table is like, oh. But then two kids, the two brothers, not the adult ones, the children, they go, we know a ghost. And they summon Jonathan, Widow Marion's brother. (laughs) Stupid (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Child. <laughs> he is he is her child. So I'm getting ramped up. And they ask Jonathan for help. So Jonathan goes away for help. And he comes back with information. And he reveals that the statue inside the graveyard is actually a portal to the underworld where, if unlocked, they can turn the key and summon... Yeah, there's more to talk about in this scene. There's a few good punch zingers in Jonathan's speech. <laughs> that if you open the gateway, you will suck Mr. Boogity in and he'll go back to the underworld. And then, do you have the exact quote? I don't want to fuck it up. Who told, so who told you this? Like, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's speaking to the underworld. And then, you know, just the whatever, any other things he could talk to. And they go, Jonathan, who told you this? And then Jonathan goes, I don't know where, in a little kid's voice, he told me not to tell. What? Who'd you talk to, Jonathan? What spirit? There's so many more things There's we could have explored so many in this good movie. Things. Why couldn't the movie just be about Jonathan talking to scared demons? That'd be awesome. Right. Or, or like Mr. Boogity chasing Jonathan through the underworld. I think Jonathan, honestly, could go to war with Mr. Boogity at this point. I think he could match his power set. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, if he's conversing with people who can just tell, who have knowledge of gateways to hell and cemeteries, that not only do they tell him not to say where he got the information from, he is like on their level and he respects their wishes. He's like, he doesn't want me to tell you. What? So then later on, during the same speech, Jonathan says, to the effect, I'm going to sum it up as best I can, do not be near the portal when it opens, because then you'll be dragged to the underworld. Bye! Then he leaves. Bye! <laughs> Bye! He's out! And he leaves. Don't stand by, you'll be, you'll be dragged to the underworld. Bye! Bye! He's gone! Like, so okay. quick! It's so quick! And it's Bye. said in that little little kid cadence. It's very... Yeah, it's like, Bye! Yeah. If you don't go, don't go by the portal. You'll you'll get sucked in. Bye. And he's gone. <laughs> he's what, Jonathan? That's like this whole movie. It's just like fuck you moments. It's a moment like that. It's like he gives this whole speech and it's real cool and it's a lot about, about a lot of cool stuff and then it ends with bye. I always ask these questions. Yeah, I always ask these questions. Like even if I you chopped it down because this one did not need to be as long as it was. The last it was one was an hour, hour and a half. So if you chop, if you cut it into pieces. Where like the where only things that are happening are on screen, would it still even be worth watching? No, I'd say maybe, if it's like twenty five minutes. The last one was the last one was forty five. This one was half this movie, God, and it wasn't worth watching. That one is like a sh- they should just you should, they should just all be edited together. Could have like been the one end, movie. The end of the first movie should be like like the second act. Right. Cut it down. So then there's then Boogity's like he's gone, but he's back, and there's more. So you think he's gone? So like that's like that false sense right, of this security. This movie came out a year after the last one. Who even remembered it? That's why they had the whole origin story in the beginning. Who remembered the, the ABC, you know, Magical World of Disney, Mister Boogity, from the year before? That's unless, true. Who was clamoring for unless this? Unless you taped it, unless you had a VCR and you taped it, which some people did, but I mean, Mom, Mister Boogity's out. Where's the V? Where's the VCR? VHS recorder. Well, the answer to that question would be where it always is, dumb kid. Right. We've got tape. Can we tape it? Yeah, Mom, are you having dreams where uh, hedgehogs are driving ambulances and chasing wow, you? Wow, Mom. <laughs> wow, Mom. <laughs> it's only a dream that the mom had in this movie. A hedgehog driving an ambulance, chasing her. And she used that as evidence where, like, dreams are crazy. That don't make sense. I dreamed about being an ambulance and a hedgehog was chasing me. Oh. Because we all have the same dreams. Interesting. Is that our next movie? Yeah, that's our next movie. Uh, okay. One thing I did want to mention, though, that really made me laugh, and it really made me laugh rereading what I wrote down, uh, it was something that was n- not mentioned at all in the movie, but you saw it. There was a woman walking an invisible dog. Correct. One of those fake dog, like you buy at a gag store, gag city, yeah. Or I remember seeing those at like gift shops at like touristy towns. I think those are kind of funny. They are funny. They're cool. I used to. I always wanted to get one and I never did. Oh, yeah, with the for the leash on the end. And it, oh my god! What if you walk? What if you got one of those? And because this happens all the fucking time in like stores, where like people need legitimate service dogs, but they also there's also people who just have fake service dogs, or they just you know, John Oliver is a whole thing. But so what if you walked right. in with a fake service dog on your leash and just didn't. Just walked around with yeah, it. Just walked around. And if somebody said something to you, I'm like, "This is my service animal." Like, or like somebody walks by, like, "Whoa, don't pet him. He's working." <laughs> like what? I'm allowed to have him here. Yeah. Don't. Act, yeah, he's fine. It's a. You want to see his papers? <laughs> you pull out papers, <laughs> but it's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> At 
this point, you're just a giant asshole. You reach in your pocket. See? You reach in your pocket and pull out nothing. This thin and Illinois says I can have this dog. And you do like a scroll. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you want to see my kids? You flip it over. See, now you're just a mime. You're just playing. You're just, it's like vaudeville or some shit now. <laughs> the fake papers. Yeah, this woman was walking dog. in the... She was like in the background, but like prominent enough that yeah, you could you're see her. Yeah, you're supposed to. This is the Easter eggs we get. <laughs> Invisible dog walking lady. I mean, well, you know, while we might have hated this movie, there's some other people that no, love this brother. movie, and it. Uh, I, it's more some more wonderful IMDb reviews. You almost want to call the segment uh, "Insane Maniacal Dumb Butts." How many you times, like that? How many times do I have to want to leave when you say things like that? You want to say it again so I can memorize it so I know what? Insane maniacal dumb butts. It's too soak. Like, words, good words have some, like, oomph to them. So you got two, like, serious words and you end it with dumb butts. Huh? That's what we do here? Dick Insane bags. maniacal, Insane maniacal dick, dick bags. Wow, that's, that's the PG-13 version. Insane Maniacal Dick Bags. So we got this... Why is it... If we're going to rip around the podcast, that's the new name. Insane Maniacal Dumb Butts. Tune in next week to Insane Maniacal Dumb Butts. There's a B and an M. B and B. There's no D. Yeah, there's no I. Um, So this person, on November 13th, 2005, decided to write this review for... 2005? Yeah, they gave it a 6 out of 10. Their, t- their review's titled, I Enjoyed This. Okay. Although I don't remember much of this film, to really to write a really good re- and helpful review of it, I do remember... Then why even do it in the first place? <laughs> but I'm gonna keep typing! <laughs> I, rem- I do remember that I particularly enjoyed this film when I was younger. I probably caught it in my early teens or just before, and I watched it several times with my brother. My brothers, who are around my age. We couldn't <laughs> get enough of this film. It was not scary, but it was particularly comical and downright silly. It had something to do about a house that the family <laughs> moved into, which was haunted by Mr. Boogity. The first film was about Mr. Boogity, and in the film, he went to get a wife. I think he chose one <laughs> of the girls in the family. That's like... You don't even remember anything. That's kind of this movie. Yeah, this is the movie. This is he not... chooses a girl. He chooses the mom right. that she's dressed as Widow Marion. Right. Uh, but he briefly chooses her. She has to have the Bride of Frankenstein hair. I have a question. Of course not. She, Dad. What's his first, What's his character's name? I keep saying Dad. Dad Davis. Dad Davis. Good old Dad. Mister Davis. Uh, Mr. Davis's first name is Carlton. Great. So Carlton Davis, when he was possessed by Mr. Boogity, he stole a period piece that belonged to Marion. So it's like 500 years old. Right. And so he gives it to her. She wears it. But at the point, does the guy in the historical society, wouldn't he realize you're wearing a period piece? She keeps wearing it the whole movie. Yeah, he was wondering where it went, too. Yeah, so once they found out, oh, a ghost possessed your husband and gave it to you. Well, cool, but that belongs in the museum yeah. where I had it. Can I have it? No, she just wears it around town like it's no and big deal. And she wore it in her costume, and then... Yeah, then he got a big raging boner, boogity boner. Boogity boner, and then, uh, so 
this goes on to say the catchphrase of Mr. Boogity was Boogity Boogity Boo was a very silly film, but we really enjoyed it as children. It is just right because it, it was not particularly frightening and is a good film for older children to watch around Halloween. How old are they? Three? <laughs> really come into their own? Oh my God. Listen to this one. Oh no. It is an awesome movie. The best part is when Boogity shows up at a local carnival and causes havoc until he sees Eloise in, and he puts her under hi, uh, in a hypnotic trance okay. and levitates her in the air toward him. Okay. He made her stand beside him. He vanished, taking her with, uh, taking her with him. I remember seeing this when it was on the Disney Sunday night movie and it was amazing. Awesome. Funny. Great. I was on the edge of my seat all the way through it. From the start, all the way through the very end. God, I wish that the Disney Sunday Night Movie episodes was on Netflix, because it'll be amazing to see it on Netflix. Also, when I was young, I've always wanted to go to Walt Disney World and meet Mickey Mouse. Whoa, 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 whoa. Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Pluto, Goofy, etc., etc. And go on all those rides. Whoa, 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 dude. It's got for the scary ones. I hope someday I'll go to Disney World. It also has been a child dream of mine, too. Whoa, By the whoa. way, I was reading it that way because there's all commas and no periods. <laughs> the, the whole last sentence what? was commas for oh everything. God. This is like, you just switched the movie review into like your own personal blog post. Kind of got sad. It got real sad. Like, at first I was laughing because, like, you're still... Oh, my God, this is absurd. Then it's got depressing. What year was that? To the 2016. I hope he makes it there. From, Jura- from Jurassic Park chick. Oh man. She could be after my heart. Look maybe, at the, maybe we have to go to Disney look, look World. Look at this. Look at... When it was on the Sunday Night Movie, comma, and it was amazing, Oh, my comma, God, and the awesome, caps... comma, funny, comma, great, comma, I was on the edge of my seat all Oh, my God, that's comma, so... From the start, comma, all... Is that a title? Every letter is capitalized. God, I wish this movie were on Netflix. <laughs> to see it on Netflix it would be amazing. Jeez. Uh, and then a comma. Also, when I was young, comma, I've always wanted to go to Walt Disney World. But she comma. ends it with a period. So, like, I'm done. What? She's getting so excited. Da, 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 da. It's a galloping horse. What? Oh, my God. Awful sequel to a cute movie, huh? Yeah. How's that one do? I saw Mr. Boogity on the Disney Channel, and I love that movie. And then I saw this terrible remake called Bride of Boogity, where somehow Mr. Boogity has come back and tries to force someone to become his bride. Remake? It's a sequel. <laughs> Fucking idiots. This movie can't just can't compare to the first movie, and the fact that Christy Swanson is not playing Jenny and was replaced by another actress was very disappointing. Christy was great as Jenny, and it was just wasn't the same without her. Now I don't now don't get me wrong. I like Tammy Lauren. I have seen her in other things, and I think she was good in them. But just but she just wasn't as good as uh, Jenny as Christy Swanson. Although this movie was lacking the charm of the first movie, I wouldn't recommend this one. Jenny, no, everybody's barely a character. I love how this review is uh, not recommending this film because they like the other one so much, yeah. yet we're not recommending this film because both of them are just garbage. We just don't, right. I, all these ideas to just edit it down into like, a, just a, like you can just chop up all the bullshit and just watch a thing. Pace it better. I just don't know why this would be a plot of a movie. 
I don't. I well, mean, even the, the plot's okay, the, the right? Plot the plot's fine. fine. It's just a haunting. The movie. execution is the, the execution is just right. very questionable. I just I don't yeah I don't I don't know. Mister Boogerty also brings to life a bunch of uh, wax dummies, who throughout the entire movie as wax dummies they moved all the time. They were wiggling and shaking. Yeah, all the almost kind of reminded you of uh, waxwork. It did. A less good waxwork. Lever- oh yes, uh, less good. Remember how waxwork was like a fun like movie, and then the sequel was like not fun. I forget what the sequel even was. The sequel was the one where they were time traveling. Fuck. And it wiped it from my brain. Yeah, they were time traveling, and it really didn't make sense of why they were time traveling through the through the wax museum, and it was like time. Yeah, the actual through time. Yeah, it was like about his ancestor was part of the time people. Remember? Wow, I don't. And I, it's amazing. Time traveler. I don't and, remember that yeah. at all. <laughs> I don't. It was not good. It was because it wasn't good. It was just like the first one's great. It's spectacular. It's a great film, and then the second one is just like. Nope. Just like this movie. It's just like a big, big nope. Big nope. I really don't have anything else much to say about this movie other than just Oh, nope. now, now you're done talking about Mr. Boogity? Now what, you're finished? What do you want to say more about Mr. I don't know, Boogity? man. Maybe you just need to talk about how much you wish Gag City was a real place you could go to. Um, If Gag City was a real place, I would probably go to it. Like, almost all the time. It'd probably be my favorite store. Okay, so that's fair. I mean, why wouldn't it be? That's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point. You know what I would love to do? I would love to have a Mr. Boogity movie made in the same universe that is absolutely completely different in tone and style and flair, but still Mr. Boogity. So like a good Mr. Boogity. Right, like an actual, like even a horror comedy movie with Mr. Boogity. Yeah, you could, if somebody took the idea of Mr. Boogity and made a movie... You could get something good out of it, for because sure. Because it's all based on history. It could still take place in Lucifer Falls. You could, I mean, you could tell like the same story and just say there's more of a legacy behind it. Like, because erasing this from history does nothing. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be acknowledged, but you don't have to erase it. It can just be there. And then all of a sudden, there's this weird history to this movie that is completely different in tone and feel and everything. Pilgrim murderer, man. Pilgrim killer ghost. Yeah, you could... If you know if you know Disney wants to do anything for uh, Disney Plus, there, I think this would be a good remake. Yeah, just take the property and completely revamp it, and have nothing. You know, just clearly there's people that love the original one. There's so many positive reviews. So you know it's out there. right. It would resonate with somebody. It would resonate with somebody, yeah. but then for other people, you would just see it and be like Mr. Boogity. Especially, and you can make it like a fun, like light. It could, it could still be a kids type horror movie. Sure, you know they did those like Halloween Town ones yeah. on Disney Channel uh, in the early two thousands, and those were pretty popular. And they're very like kid like, but they were had a little bit of scariness to them, I think. And you could do something along those same lines. And Mr. Boogity's got to commit a few murders though. Some people got to die. Implied deaths. No, he's going to rip off their heads. Oh, well, then this can't be for kids. Well, I mean, that's fine. This is fiction. Just watching Mr. Boogie. Just watching a pillar and rip out somebody's spinal cord. It's fine. It is fine. That'd be a Disney movie. What don't you think? I don't know. But you know what I do know? What do you know? I know that 
What? Next week. Yes. Is our 250th episode. Oh, so you got this fucking shit in the bag, huh? Is our 250 you... episodes ago, we watched a movie. What did we watch? We watched a, a very interesting movie. What did we watch? We didn't watch that, did we? What did we watch? Yeah, I knew we fucking watched that! I knew we watched that! I knew we watched in episode 200! You just want to shove it right in my boogity eyes hole, huh? <laughs> I knew we watched that movie. Christ, what on earth? There's no salvation here. Honestly, I had this plan before I ever knew Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity were going to be as bad as they were. Yeah, so this trifecta of garbage and a whip in my face, huh? So I this turd on his way. 50 episodes ago. He better fly in a goddamn pizza this time. Sometime last year, we watched Munchie. Oh my god. It feels like yesterday. 50 weeks ago? I can tell you that Dom DeLuise does not do the voice of Munchie this time around. That was 50 weeks ago. That was almost a year ago. This is true. I don't know what to do. A year ago. Oh, it was a year ago, probably. You know, a little over a year ago. What is going on with my life? We watched a film called Munchie. And there is a sequel to Munchie called Munchie Strikes Back. And it is available in full on YouTube, just like the original Munchie. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen in 50 episodes from now? In 50 weeks? By then, there's going to be a Munchie remake out in theaters. And you're going to make me go to it. Don't worry. Do you really, Don't think, worry. Do Don't you worry. really think one day they'll remake Munchie? If that happens, I'll drive. Because guess what we're going afterwards, Corey? We're going off a bridge somewhere. <laughs> we're going for a ride. Um, you know, when it, the we watched Munchie, uh, well, we the episode came out August 14th, 2018. So we will be we'll be watching this close to then. Yeah, that's about a year ago. Yeah. It's a year ago. A year ago we watched Munchie. Well, yeah, Munchie. just do the week, the week math. It's 50, 52 weeks in a year, man. Yeah. 50 weeks. It's our one-year anniversary of watching Munchie. Wow. What a milestone. <laughs> Am I supposed to buy you a gift? What color should it be? You know, it's funny because, you know, some people like to reward themselves with milestone episodes. Oh, my Our God. friends over at Neon Brainiacs just celebrated their 100th episode and instead of watching a horror movie, or like, I know they watched some good ones and then some bad ones too, but uh, they watched Better Off Dead, a movie with John Cusack from the 80s, an enjoyable comedy, an enjoyable romp. They watched. They rewarded themselves for 100 episodes. But here in the B-Movie Breakdown... Yeah, it's it's a, an emotional breakdown. We hit 250 episodes, and we're watching Munchie Strikes Back. Break my brain breakdown. Break my brain. Bust my brain. Break. Bust my brain. There you go. Bang my brain. So go back and listen to episode 200 so you can hear us talk about Munchie. Do we have a guest on for that one? Was there somebody with us or just you and me? No, it was just me and you. Cool. Watching good old Munchie, which was a sequel to a film called Munchies that has nothing to do with Munchie. That's right. That's right. That's why I got faked out. I forgot there was another Munchie. It was a sequel in the loosest possible sense. Yeah, as in it didn't connect whatsoever. Yeah. There's a movie called Munchies that's like a g- Gremlins ripoff. Uh-huh. Gremlins Critters combination ripoff. 
Right, and then this is just about this fucking clown ass. And then this one is this actual sequel to Munchie. And it's called Munchie Strikes Back. Has the same douchebag guy from the last one. So you got that. We got that going for us. Why? Why? So, for me, we'll be when we break down. I'm Corey, and that's Nick. Fuck you. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>